0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining me. I am your host, Tyler Dreyer, and this is episode number 28 of From the Depths Podcast. I am once again, for the third time, and I am not talking about how many times it has taken me to do this intro correctly, I am joined by my wife, Maggie.
1: You're welcome.
0: We're starting already. All right. This whole episode is going to be one giant argument to the point where I will probably have to sleep on the couch tonight. Um, But before we go into that episode, I want to give a huge shout out to a brand new podcast called Unbearable Scares. It is a horror fiction podcast consisting of original content written by Andy Bronton and Mona Cabani. They're super short episodes. They're something you can knock out on your way to work. Uh, I got a couple out of the way this morning. Super, super good stuff. Uh, Mona actually has a book coming out very shortly. It's now available for pre-order on Amazon. Um, just the Kindle edition right now called The Bell Chime. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Uh, because if this show uh, shows me anything that uh, she is capable to write, as well as Andy, I'm, I'm all on board to check it out. And uh, I feel like with this episode, we should dedicate it to Sid Hagg. Um, because we're talking about Three from Hell. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the real one. Uh, I guess I kind of feel guilty on, uh, dedicating this, one of his last movies to him, because I, I was not a fan. Um, yep.
1: So you're kind of doing him a dishonor, but... Wait a sound like an I asshole. like it, Sid, so... Wherever yeah. you are. Not only <laughs>
0: did a and I'll I'll say, like, it was enjoyable the second time around But I still feel this movie did not need to get made. It's no discredit to the performances in this film, because the performances are are pretty strong. Um, but I, I feel like it was Ten years too late. We didn't need it. It wasn't. It didn't need to be done. It
1: was absolutely needed. It was the perfect. It was. It was perfect. It was great.
0: Anyway, um, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, but it opens up.
1: Say to yourself.
0: Sometimes, Um, don't don't start this. They're here to listen to a me blabber on about horror movies, not this.
1: I think they did show up for this. Anyway, popcorn guys.
0: Um, so it the opening of Three From Hell and we're kinda we're gonna switch things up a bit. Um, I I'll fully admit I don't think I was fully prepared as I usually am for the last two episodes. Um, but we're gonna kinda have the movie playing in the background to have some talking points because again, I got I got halfway through this movie and I don't check the time. Or, like, the runtime rarely ever for a film um, because I feel like if you do, you're just not that into it. And I forgot this was almost two fucking hours long. And so I've wasted four hours of my life, and I've wasted probably $60 into this film, which is my fault because I, I went and I bought tickets um, for that. We had a special screening in our town. Um, it was a three night event. Tickets were like twenty bucks a piece. And then because I have a problem, I I just the the collector and completionist in me needed just needed it on my shelf. And this was the first time I think I've opened it since it came out.
1: Well, that's that's great for you.
0: Alrighty then. Anyway, this, uh, it opens up with the, with the climactic ending of The Devil's Rejects where the three, as they're called in this one, um, you know, get fucking gunned down by a bunch of cops and it, it fucking, it, it makes no sense to me from, from the opening scene where it's this, it's fucking news, newscasters, um, saying, you know, they finally been ca- the Devil's Rejects have finally been caught for all their heinous crimes. And there will be spoilers in this episode, let me start there, cause I'm gonna fucking ramble. I'm just gonna go on until she cuts me off. This is how much I fucking hate this movie and it makes no goddamn sense. Every single one of them, even old ass Captain Spaulding, 20 gunshot wounds apiece. And they survived. They lived with and this is a perfect opportunity.
1: Because legacies don't die. Listen, and how come you don't get this upset when at any other horror movie when like all of all of them get stabbed and blown up and then they still survive and come back for another movie?
0: Listen, because there's at least some type of supernatural element to it. To an extent.
1: So maybe it's Satan. It's the power of Satan.
0: No. Because that was a perfect opportunity to bring up, bring up, bring Dr. Satan back into the equation.
1: He died with the first movie.
0: There was, no, he didn't die. Because the, the end of that is the fucking run rabbit run girl woke up on his table. He was still alive. And then like, there was a million to one chance of survival. And all three of them survived. And then you have them acting like martyrs. People are like, I'd let Otis fuck me. Baby's hot. Yada, yada, yada.
1: They did the same thing for Bundy.
0: Well, Bundy was actually, like, not to sound like... Mm-hmm. Bundy was a good-looking guy. But he was... He was... He was smart. He knew how to play you. These guys are just fucking crazy. But then, like, you know, there's riot Not riots, but... You know, free of the three, free of the three. Which I will say, I would like one of those shirts.
1: Yes, let's get them. Like,
0: that's cool. Like, you don't and,
1: deserve to wear that shirt. Like there's, you don't and like, like this movie. There
0: are, things, there are things I do like about this movie. But again, if this came out maybe five years ago, because I think it's been out almost a full year, maybe a year and a half. If this came out sooner i might have a different opinion because in one of my biggest my biggest like things with this 10 years ago even maybe even five years ago you had and i was talking with sean from ellis cinema about this um when i stopped at his place uh, earlier today you have rob zombie and then you have eli roth i would say two of the of the the new founding fathers of gore, I guess is the best way to put it. And Zombie is using CG in spots that practical effects would have been so much fucking better in.
1: Okay, well, I, I don't pay attention to that stuff. You should! What, and what do you mean?
0: I don't want to see fucking computer animated blood from the million and overdone headshots in this film.
1: I guess I can't tell the difference.
0: You can, you can definitely tell you the difference. You have to point
1: it out to me next time.
0: I what next time? There might not be in next time.
1: Well, when we, when the movie then dives a little bit deeper and opens up um, into Captain Spaulding, you can just tell that he is not doing well. Um, oh yeah, like he in real life.
0: So with with uh, with that being said. Um, there were uh, a million and one rewrites to this script because uh, the Captain Spaulding character was supposed to have um, a bigger part, a bigger part in this film. And who knows that that could have changed my outlook on it. Um, but once once uh, Zombie saw how frail and how much weight he's lost, um, he needed to do something. Because I guess Lionsgate, I think Lionsgate was the one that put this out. They were going to drop the film if Spaulding wasn't in it. So that's one reason why we meet a certain character later.
1: Oh.
0: We'll come back to the the noise you just made here in a little bit. Um, but the one thing I will say I, I do like is, you know, throughout all three films, I feel like Otis is the epitome of Charles Manson, like, just cranked up to 100, and I fucking love it. It could be because I'm on this giant true crime spree right now. um. But yeah, uh, so with Otis, he he's essentially on a chain gang, digging, uh, I think, a trough for, like, fencing or whatnot. And then we meet...
1: Wait, 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 we have to back up. Because...
0: What did I miss?
1: Because they do, like, these little uh, introductions to how each character is doing in jail. And there's the opening scene to where Baby is just walking down the cell block looking hotter than ever. And it just really opens the whole movie up. She's my uh, favorite. (laughs) Does
0: does it only open the movie up or does it also open something else up? We'll,
1: We'll move on.
0: All right. Anyway, um... So since Sid Hag was not doing so well, they did uh, they did kill him off pretty early. He he died of lethal injection, um, but then we'll fast track to Otis is on this chain gang, and then we meet um I think it was Raimondo, Rondo Rondo. Thank you. Um, who was Danny, Danny uh Trejo's character in uh, Devil's Rejects? Who Worked with Sheriff uh, Wydell to fucking capture them. I can't um think...
1: Okay, he was part of the Unholy Two. Is that
0: what they were called? Yes. Look at you. Impressive. Yep. And uh, he doesn't remember Otis, but Otis remembers him.
1: Which is crazy. How do you forget Otis?
0: I mean... I feel like the two is some pretty fucked up shit of their own. Maybe too much fucked up shit. I mean, I shit. guess it is ten think, years later. Yeah. But,
1: like, with the long hair, I feel like I just wouldn't be able to forget him.
0: I don't know. Uh, I mean, you're right. But it's, the, that's, it's drama. It's dramatics. Okay. But we meet, we are introduced to a brand new character. Um, the Midnight Wolfman. Oh! Played by Ooh. Richard Brake, Winslow Foxworth, Coltrane, the half brother of Baby Firefly and Otis Driftwood, and he helps Otis escape in a, I guess a pretty fucked up way. I don't know. There's too many, too many headshots in this movie.
1: It's part of their deal.
0: I, their deal of what? I don't, but. Like you would think that these people would want like I I feel like there's less suffering in this one than there are in the other two. It's all quick and easy headshots besides like a couple of people.
1: I mean may, I mean maybe a few. I mean, I guess it just depends. They I'm What do you mean because I mean, we'll jump ahead into like what they you know kind of went through and did, but
0: I, that's what I, I mean, I said, you got to do the
1: headshots when you need to, and then you can drag it out when you have more time on your hands. So
0: I think this is the most psychotic. Like I, I will say, I think Baby is the is the craziest. psycho like del- mentally, tell she's
1: starting to lose it. Oh,
0: absolutely. Like Otis is more the sadistic, um, it's mischievous she's meant to one. Be free though. Oh, yeah, fucking. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. Like, I, I'm i kind of... Like, they should have killed off... I mean, yes, they killed off fucking Spalding, but I don't know. Well, we'll jump... Well, I don't want to jump too much forward, but... uh, Are babe, you,
1: Were you going to say they should have killed off Baby? Baby or Otis.
0: They should have.
1: Why would you... No.
0: That's, no. that's how I feel uh, off topic, but with Scream 5 coming out, Scream is probably my favorite franchise of all of horror. I don't know... I mean, I know why, but, like, even, like, people shit on three and people shit on four. Courtney Cox and uh, David Arquette both signed on for Scream 5. I'm still waiting for my girl, Nev Campbell, to confirm, but I, I want one of those three to get killed in the movie. It should have happened in four, and it didn't. So sometimes killing off a main character... Even if that's breaking the rules, needs to be done.
1: Well, they killed off uh, Spalding.
0: Yeah, but, like, he wasn't a main... I'm saying, like, they had to. They had no choice. Um, but Baby's eligible for parole. Mm-hmm. And this is where you kind of see that, like, she really is, is losing it. Um... You know, they say she's had 157 violations since she's been in prison. And
1: then she corrects them 158.
0: Oh, she wants to make sure, like, they know. Mm hmm. It's 158. Mm hmm. Then she's denied for another five years. And then she fucking headbutts Greta. Greta, who is played by. Do you know who she's played by? No. E.T.'s mom. The Howling?
1: She better phone home.
0: The Howling? (laughs) You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Motherfucking D Wallace, who is a bad ass bitch. Who has a crush on baby. I'm I'm pretty confident of that. But no, like Baby was I think it was after the fact. So Baby headbutted, broke her nose, and then there was this uh jail under the classic underground jail fight where um, these two pretty butch...
1: Greta takes her underground, yeah. locks her up in like this, I don't Fight like, club? Yeah, I guess. Like this fight club cell thing and you see these two like big women coming down. What The first time I saw this, I thought Baby was going to get fucked up. Like I thought they were going to kill her off. Yes. But no, because Baby is a legend and she fucking guts them both. And then she writes, "Fuck you, Greta and blood." You've
0: been you've been listening to WAP too much.
1: I have never listened to that in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so with with Otis,
1: uh, waffles and pecans.
0: Waffles and pecans. <laughs> That's it's wet ass. Anyway, um, so baby doesn't snitch on Greta.
1: Yes. Greta. Which? Backs up her badass self even more. Doesn't God, I'm matter. afraid
0: of you now. Okay, wow. Well, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, she doesn't snitch on Greta. Greta like pretty much like compliments her on that. Um, but then, baby's like, you fucking touch, your... think about me at night and touch yourself.
1: I live inside your head.
0: She does though, because like there is a moment where Greta just breaks down and starts crying.
1: I know and I love when baby goes I shot out of my mama hustlin.
0: Ew. I don't want to see anything shoot out of her mother. Um anyway, the more the warden's stressing out, there's a there's a manhunt for Otis and uh you know, once once baby's getting stitched up from from almost getting jumped, um the warden comes in and pretty much lets her know uh you know, reminds her how miserable he can make her life, and he wants to know who let her out of solitary, and that's when she doesn't come clean, and that's when Greta fucking gets hot bothered.
1: Yeah, because she goes into her uh, to visit her in her cell.
0: Yeah, um, we have Warden Virgil and Gerard who denied Baby her role. Um, come home, and, uh, their wives are tied up, and there you go, Otis and Winslow, found out where they lived, is gonna call some shit.
1: Yep, and that's where they, uh, start playing some more group mind games.
0: Yeah, the fucking, a fucking clown just shows up out of nowhere and they like why did they order the clown I have questions I need answered um, but obviously they're not going to let the clown go so oh yeah you can live if you make us laugh he does his fucking little show
1: that isn't funny it's
0: not funny Clint Howard I think that's his name plays the clown Um he was in he was in Waterboy and Ticks and a bunch of other shit Ice Cream Man you ever seen that one
1: I don't think so It's a
0: cult classic um, But then he uh, Otis pulls a gun on him He pisses his pants Otis laughs He's like F- Fuck He made me laugh So I can go now Yep Right to fucking clown heaven Another headshot I need to re The only reason I'm going to rewatch this movie so soon Is that I can go back and count how many Headshots there are I swear there's over 20
1: Maybe they just have good aim.
0: I, I don't.
1: They've been doing this a long time.
0: Um, but with so with one of uh, piggybacking off what you said with the the mind games, I think one of the most heartbreaking scenes is with the urn.
1: Yeah, when he's sprinkling that girl's mom's ashes. But like again, this is where because I'm pretty sure, um, like the. FBI uh, behavioral unit had been established by then. So they, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would have been taught not to react to people who are clearly attention seeking. You know what I mean? That's
0: different. That's like.
1: Like, but if you just, if you don't react and I know it's a movie, but they're not going to continue because you're not reinforcing that behavior. But again, I know it's a movie, but still.
0: Just say that one more time. I know it's a movie, but still. This is what I live with. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, So we have, you know, they they strike up a deal. Um, The warden is free to go and to essentially help baby escape. Um, So he does
1: a fuck ton of coke.
0: A fuck ton of coke. Like This dude is stressing out, going from the window to the wall. Sweat drop down. He he was that boy was sweating, like I can't I can't like I've talked about it before when I had Zach from Death Comes Lifting On. I'm I am no stranger to to Coke in my younger years. I couldn't imagine doing Coke in the Texas heat. I literally would have just fucking died. Well, they're
1: used to it, I guess. I
0: apparently, but that was a good. It was like '80s Coke, so you know that shit was probably good.
1: Probably. Um, and Otis has to write uh, him a note just so... Because they everybody knows that Baby would have just killed him. Yeah. And not believed yeah. that he was trying to help her escape.
0: Um, and then she fucking kills uh, D, D. Wallace's character. And she's dressed in this goddamn over, overly large sheriff outfit, uniform, whatever.
1: Yeah. And then they uh, go um and it's kind of it's interesting to see them in the suburb setting because we've I most of the other movies were in like the desert mm-hmm. and everything and now we take Oh, we're it going to the back suburbs. There. And um I think one of my favorite scenes ...of that is when she's chasing the one wife.
0: That is the funniest part of the movie for me.
1: That is Is just naked down the street, chasing her, and then she kills her right in front of this granny.
0: And then she's just like, hi, granny. And the granny waves back. And, like, I'm assuming she was just in shock. Um, I am going to backtrack a little bit because we did forget to talk about one thing, which I'm surprised that you forgot about... I just you,
1: jumped to it. You to made that you, scene.
0: you made a comment, but again, Otis loves fucking cutting faces off.
1: Oh yeah, when they were in the woods. Yep. yep.
0: So yep. yeah, another one.
1: Yep, that was another face. Yep, they, him and uh, Winslow get caught in the woods by these. Like brother and sister hunters. I don't, I think don't they, really know. I what I they, think they were
0: just making a joke about how they're in the south and
1: oh, okay. That's
0: a that's a stereotype where um, incest.
1: Okay, well, which is gross. Way.
0: By the way, we do not condone that. It is disgusting.
1: Okay. Anyway, yes, they. Um, but it overturns, and they end up killing that guy. And then he skins another face off that lady. And you—that was interesting to see her because she was still alive. Yep. With a skinned face, and I'm pretty sure he like hung her face up to where she was like looking at it. He was it.
0: just drying it out, man. He was yeah. saving it for later. He yep.
1: So he loves cutting faces off.
0: But with, uh you know, and. In- I would love all all 10 of my listeners, I would love to know their, their viewpoint. So we talked about it, uh, last night. So the warden is, is given the opportunity to leave. Um, so like we have a daughter together and we were talking like if, if one of us had the, had the option to go and get away and call the cops, like, would one of us sacrifice yeller for the greater good of of the situation and i think we both agreed yes
1: for for Mila yes yeah for our daughter but if it was just us we all we agreed that we would stick it out till the end and uh just play as many mind games on whoever it was
0: yeah i totally agree with that because we
1: learn from the best
0: yeah we i totally agreed i would help you
1: well that's what i would do
0: um so we're going to we're going to fast forward a little bit but uh then we unless I'm missing anything in between but then we end up in Mexico.
1: Um well
0: you jumped from
1: the motel that they were at where uh you know they're just trying to find a place to stay for the night but then baby wanders off.
0: Oh yeah. and
1: kills that guy uh and, right, he she uh, carves out grape for the grape soda yep. that she was drinking into his forehead, and then...
0: Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Like one, one thing I did find funny is when they... Because they killed everybody at the warden's house when they escaped. Um, she took the Native American headdress... Yes. And she wore it throughout the rest of the entire film. Yes. Um, I don't know, that was just some... Some subtlety that i I really liked
1: i and I'll we can talk about that more uh as we end the near or the as we discuss the end of the film, yeah,
0: but they get down to Mexico and uh they they go up in this old hotel and uh they're they're like nobody's gonna fucking recognize this down here, but show enough, show enough, they are recognized, and they are sold out by the hotel owner or patron, whatever he was.
1: To Aquarius, the son, son of the Holy Two and the leader. Well, of, not,
0: so the son of the Holy Two. So well, like they okay. they docked. Yeah, no. The, so
1: the son uh, of uh,
0: Ramon, Ramondo, I can't no, remember. It's Rondo. Rondo. Of the she the loves unholy me. two,
1: um, and he's the leader of the Black Satan.
0: And this is where I start enjoying the movie, to an extent. Black Satans are such a fucking awesome name, um, and
1: but they're wearing white. Besides the top
0: dogs, dude, the the luchador masks with the with the pentagram and the suits, that is.
1: They look they look great though. Dude, that's yeah. my
0: Halloween costume this year. Maybe probably not, but it looks so sick.
1: Wait, you completely skipped over the knife throwing contest. Well, that's
0: why you're here to pick up my the pieces I dropped because
1: another beautiful baby scene because why she's such a badass so they're all partying and whatnot and with a bunch of latina prostitutes too okay well and then baby goes out and all the men are throwing this knife contest and they think baby can't do it and they're just throwing her a bunch of shit and she fucking wins and gets it straight through the target this big ass knife
0: if there's anything I want from Three From Hell is I would not be mad about a a black Satan's backstory. Yep. I'd watch it. I would too. Just just you know, make it one movie. Don't make it three, especially years and years and years and years apart.
1: And they all survived at the end of this one, so
0: That's the thing, like there could well, be another fuck, one. No, no. <laughs>
1: I hope so. No. Of their children.
0: Who? Their own... Because goddamn, like, I I don't know. I feel like there's some weird shit going on between the three. I don't think so. Um, I do, I do like you know Richard Briggs, uh involvement in it. I, he did he did have a nice dynamic between between all three of them. Um, yeah, the ending. I mean, the ending was. Did, did it feel rushed to you at all?
1: Um no, I don't think so. I thought it was a great ending and um
0: No, it wasn't because of the fucking CG fire. The C the the, the post production fire that's on the bottom of the T V screen looks so bad. It looks as bad as the fucking fake blood.
1: You'll have to point these things out to me next time.
0: Oh, I will. And then show me like
1: the real stuff.
0: Any, anything from the '80s that we watch is the real stuff. Evil. Anything from the Evil Dead is the real stuff. Okay. Like, remember when we saw Evil Dead the musical a few years ago?
1: Yes. Practical effects,
0: real shit. Not, not fucking fake ass blood. Don't.
1: So, isn't that what? all movies
0: use these days? Nope. Nope. Like, don't get me wrong. They use real blood? Yeah, they use real blood. It could be pig's blood. It could be cow's blood. It could be fucking Gatorade mixed with corn syrup. There are certain times where practical, or sorry, when CG can, like, be something good. But again, you have Rob Zombie who had a movie like House of a Thousand Corpses had a movie like The Devil's Rejects, and and we get this. I've I invested so much money into this movie, and I'm and very rarely, very very rarely do I shit on movies.
1: You watch like the you love shitty horror movies. I
0: love shitty horror movies that are bad on purpose. Sharknado, love Sharknado, because it's making fun of itself. It's meant to be bad. Velocipaster. That movie was garbage. Loved it. It's not some fucking big budget type thing like Three from Hell. and I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna have a cult following like the Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. It didn't need to be made. And that's nothing against. I'm
1: so glad it did though. It's the bonus part of it that no. happened. No. And I'm not saying like this is the greatest horror movie of all time. It's not. It's just it's great for its own little thing.
0: Of what? Wasting my time?
1: No. Just. It's and it, and it has
0: no. And has. I'm. I'm not shitting on like anybody that was involved in the film besides maybe Rob Zombie. Like it just feels like a cash grab to me. It didn't need to be made. I didn't feel anything.
1: see, but I see anger. it as a uh, let's keep the party going.
0: What party the party ended ten years ago, but it didn't like it needed some type of supernatural element. It could have reinvoked or reintroduced Dr. Satan in some small type of way, and it could have been. They survived because of Satan, like you said earlier. They survived because of X, Y, and Z.
1: But I think they were trying to forget the kind of about the first movie because Rob Zombie didn't like the first movie because of all like how scattered it was and like it didn't make any sense. But then this movie didn't if you were sense. to just look at the second and third movies, they match up way more than the first one does in any of it.
0: We're just gonna, uh, I don't even want to say we're going to agree to disagree. Because this is one argument, ladies and gentlemen, that I am right on. You're wrong. All right, we're going to wind down this episode right now. Mags, is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um. Well, so then the, the Black Satans roll up. They get to hunting, trying to get the uh, siblings, round them up. Um, and then you see baby in her Native American headdress with the bow and arrow, and just I, do, add, I, do like like, that aspect. I will just I, do like I will be aspect. her hype girl this whole time because that was just so awesome to see her kill all those people with a bow and arrow. The,
0: bear, the bow and arrow was a nice touch. I will I will give credit when credit is due.
1: And then at the end, you think you think it's the end. You think they are going to get murdered by these people, but then um comes along their savior, Sebastian.
0: Oh the little guy.
1: Yep. And, uh, I actually thought for a moment that him and baby were going to have a fling because she, during the entire trilogy, no, well, but then that she relates him to her brother. And so I think that's what it was. But through the entire trilogy, she doesn't have any type of relations with anyone that we see. Yeah. Um, she's
0: fucking insane. And
1: I, but I really dig that. Like, I don't know if it's because Rob Zombie directed the film and she's his wife. Or if that's just, like, part of the character in general. But I like that she was just a badass the entire time who always took initiative to, like, fuck shit up and take one for the team. Um,
0: she f- and, fucked up my wallet, wasting my our, right, our money. Well,
1: I want to talk about real stuff. But yeah, that is what I have to say about that. But then, surprise, con- they get saved and then um, ugh. Oh yeah, and then Otis had that like knife fight going. Yeah, that was that.
0: that machete fight. I guess was okay. He he should have fucking lost. He one of them should have died. I don't care which one. They could have killed off the midnight wolfman in some crazy way. Yeah. They're gonna fucking stay in Mexico and do what?
1: But they're gonna be a family. They talked about that. So when like they had a heart to heart in their little hotel room too about like, baby was saying like, is this even worth it anymore? And then they all just like agreed to stick together and like they could still uh, fuck shit up and yeah, they're always gonna fuck shit up. I know. They're always gonna be that was another part of like uh, them being humanized and um, us like, you know, having a heart towards them who so the, the three people who had a heart
0: towards them
1: this is what we talked about in the other episodes how you how you yes how they have those moments in the uh, devil's
0: rejects
1: yes well that was their moment um in this one well one of them but anyway so then they get say the tables turn and then we see um aquarius in the coffin one of the coffins that he brought uh for them right
0: which i talked about the bad cg and the fire and
1: they they're waiting for him to break it's in the eyes is what otis says and uh then it finally happens and they light him on fire and that's that
0: credits roll thank christ
1: i had a great time
0: (laughs) it it was enjoyable more enjoyable i guess the second viewing i'm not gonna say this is never going to grow on me in a few years probably not but i've never been so bummed out to review a movie than i have with this
1: Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. But
0: I am excited for next week because I didn't get a chance to, uh, because this is recording this on a Friday. It'll be up Saturday. Um, I posted a poll, and I think we're going to do Lords of Salem to wrap up the Rob Zombie theme we have going on this month.
1: Another favorite. Another Another one
0: of yours. Yeah. I I put out, do people want 31, the Halloween remake, or Lords of Salem? So far, Lords of Salem Salem is blowing up, blowing everything out of the water. So we're probably going to go with that. Um, I actually, out of all of his movies, I think Lords of Salem might be my favorite. But it's been a few years since I've watched it. I think it's been about five years since we've watched it, so I'm excited to get back into it, to revisit it, and uh, is there anything else you want to say before we go?
1: Hail Satan! Hail
0: Satan. Oh, oh, oh! Hail the creature. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, For everyone that pre-ordered a shirt, if you're listening to this, they are in. I am waiting on a few extra goodies to come in the mail. That should be here within the week before I get those sent out. Free the three. Just, I'm sleeping <laughs> on the couch. Um, please rate and review on Insta or er, on Instagram on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at from the depths podcast. I am on Twitter at DepthsPodOH. Uh, Facebook, wherever you listen to your podcast, give me a follow. Give me a listen. I appreciate it more than you know. Maggie will be back next week for Lords of Salem, and uh, I've gotten a pretty good response for having you on the show, so this will probably be a reoccurring thing.
1: I'm glad I am up to everyone's
0: standards. Besides mine. Wow. Oh, I'm all just right. kidding. I love you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the other side. Peace.